Welcome back to the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast edition. As we are all aware that uh, the Straight Up Sports Talk is purely in podcast form now. Obviously not having our live radio show due to social distancing. That's been, uh, we haven't had a radio show in three weeks, I think. But uh, yeah, we're back with another episode. I'm Grant, your co-host, as always, along with Sam uh, on the phone, coming to you from a remote location, um, as always. So, Sam's on the east side, I'm on the west side, and we're getting it all covered here. Sam, how's it going? Another week of social distancing. I know you, you work at Kroger, uh, your local Kroger. How how has that been? Like, I assume you're stocking shelves and stuff like that, but what is, like, are you guys low on certain items? You know, what what's, what's it like there in the uh, food distribution world? Oh, I don't even want to start it. It's it's crazy. A lot of shows being just like empty toilet paper. People going mad over toilet paper. Canned goods is going crazy. It's just not a great time to work at Kroger, honestly. So is there still that, you know, run on toilet paper where people are, are still freaking out about this and wanting to hoard toilet paper? Are we still – because I feel like that was something that kind of died off, but are we still freaking out over toilet paper? Um, it kind of died down, but there, there's still empty shelves of toilet paper. People are still going crazy. It's not as bad as it was when the corona thing first started, but it's definitely still bad. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. But uh, thanks for, for putting yourself out there and, and working. I know it's kind of tough, but um, you know, hopefully you don't get exposed to uh, the coronavirus. That would not be good for the state of the show, even though we're not together. So I guess we could still do it. I guess we would just have live commentary from – you hacking and coughing and dying did you see the the thing um was it the the governor of new york i want to say andrew cuomo like his brother got it or something um and he talked about his experience getting it but i don't know we're not gonna i heard something about that today how you know this guy was perfectly healthy he got it and it was like a brutal 48 hours or whatever to get over the symptoms but we're not going to get into that what we are going to get into today is the national football league our, our past couple of podcasts has been nfl centered but honestly that is kind of the only sport that we have to look forward to that we know is probably a definite that it's going to happen uh as of right now you know the nfl still planning on that draft the end of april coming up it's going to be a different kind of draft it's going to be virtual there's not going to be anybody there obviously um i don't know if roger goodell will be announcing the picks over zoom or whatever but it'll be something like that and then you know their season roger goodell they're expected to start on time whether that happens or not i don't know the thing i'm worried about sam with this is you know teams aren't going to be able to meet um at their scheduled time where they can start meeting. Now they can do Zoom, they can do group meetings where they can, um, you know, meet remotely. But that's not the same as having the guys in in the same room. So my concern is that teams aren't going to be able to meet the right way and they're going to come out and say, hey, we want the season pushed back because we're not prepared. Yeah, and as you mentioned, it's like, just the fact that new players can't meet with these teams like Tom Brady, who's going for the second year, can't really be with this team, learn his 
wide receivers route combinations. It's just really hard for these teams to kind of get adjusted to the season when they can't work out together. They can't learn the playbook. It's just like a difficult time for every team. Well, and you're you know you're relying on guys to basically the honor system that hey you are putting in your work and you know the good players will do that and I think you won't have an issue with that at the NFL level because you know they're playing for their job essentially uh, and paying to get uh, playing to get paid whereas you know where it's re- we're really going to see the effects is in college football because you're sending these guys workouts in a major I would say a majority of college athletes don't have access to a home gym. You know, they don't have that bench out in their garage or whatever. And so they're having to come up with non-weight workouts do. Now, are they even doing those workouts is a different thing. So, I think that's where you're going to see the most effect is at the college level um, and even at the high school level too with um, players not being able to train properly. Yeah, and if they're expecting Ball State athletes to go into Ann Arbor and do something after basically no time together, that's we're we're about to get even worse demolished than we were originally planned. So I'm just I'm just hoping that the NFL and college football seasons can happen because it's been miserable without any sports from boxing to NFL to soccer to just whatsoever. It's been it's been a miserable time. Yeah, it is, and. You talk about making Americans mad because you're making them stay at home now and they can't go to the bar. Take away football season along with that and you'll have you know a bunch of angry people. Now, it is obviously the right thing to do and people understand that, but still, you know, no sports to watch is, uh, is kind of tough. And you know, I think uh, the leagues are, are starting to look at alternatives in terms of seasons um, and what they can do. Can anything be salvaged of this, you know, it was just announced today that all Indiana schools will not go back. High school, K-12, through will not go back for the remainder of the year. Um, they'll be e-learning for the rest of the time. And when you look at that and, and you look at some of these projections, is the NBA even going to be able to come back and finish? Because are you going to finish in September and start the next season in November? Um is a tough thing to look at as well. But it's all going to get figured out. I know it will, and um, you just got to keep your your eye on the lookout. But we kind of want to be a distraction from all of this today. We want the NFL season to happen just as much as you do, and uh, we're here to kind of talk about some of our predictions for next season, what we think is going to happen in terms of team success, in terms of player success, individual player success, The first topic I want to get to, Sam, is will Antonio Brown play a snap in the NFL this upcoming season? I'm going to have to be the pessimist and say no. I don't think that teams obviously see the talent. He's an amazing wide receiver. There's no doubt about that in any person's mind, whether it's mine, whether it's a GM. But I just don't think they want the baggage that comes with him. He, he had a chance with the Patriots, with Tom Brady. That didn't work out after that only lasted a week. It just seems like Antonio Brown's not destined to return the NFL, which is sad to see. Yeah, it, it is. And there's been talks of him going different places. He's worked out with Lamar Jackson. He's 
Tampa Bay has been thrown out there. Uh, I don't think Tom Brady wants that. I mean, he was in New England, and, and you know the Patriots couldn't even keep him. So I would say that that is out of the question. The Cowboys, you know, Jerry Jones, um, I don't think would be afraid to make that move. But you know, I'm I'm with you, Sam. Does Antonio Brown? I mean, how much does he care that he plays in the NFL again? Like, how much of it is a priority to him that he plays in the NFL again? And the NFLPA, I know, has reached out to him and tried to help him, uh, you know, get his mind back on the right track so that he can because he's a phenomenal player. But when you have all these off-the-field issues, when your ego gets in the way, that's when you stop playing. So I don't know how much of a priority it is for Antonio Brown to play in the league again. If he does, I think he would be happy. But honestly, if he doesn't, I don't think he would be that mad at himself because I think if he really wanted to play again, he would he would be playing. He would have gotten the help that he needs. And maybe that's what he's struggling with. But um, I think – I'm with you, Sam. I, I don't think that he does. I don't think that he plays yeah. next year. I just don't – I don't know if there's a team that's willing to take a risk on him. Now you get down to uh, – you know, maybe week eight of the season, and teams might be down a couple wide receivers. They might look at him, but he might make a couple of training camps, maybe a training camp. But I just don't see him making a roster. He, he can make a roster, but I don't see him playing a snap, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I, I've seen him do like music. I, I've seen him like be rumors to box. Like I don't think he's really focused solely on football and. If, if he doesn't need football, then good for him. He just needs to move on to whatever else he's planning on doing. And I think I think, I think think he'll be fine without football, honestly. He can go in the rap game. He can do whatever he wants. That's, yeah, that, that's exactly right. I think I think uh, I agree with you there. Uh, if he does, great. If he doesn't, uh, okay. Um, something else I wanted to get to, the number one overall pick from the draft last year, Obviously, Kyler Murray going to the Arizona Cardinals. How big of a year is it for him now coming up? He he didn't really do much last year, but I think that's kind of victim of circumstance. Uh, how big of a year is it for him this year to go out and prove why he was selected as the first overall pick? I mean, it's definitely a big win considering they just added a big name in DeAndre Hopkins, who they – now, Kyler Murray doesn't have any excuses like he didn't have any help last year. Larry Fitzgerald was his number one. Now he's got D-Hop, Larry, Christian Kirk. So he doesn't really have any excuse to be to be like, yeah, I sucked because I didn't have anybody. Now he does. He's got to prove himself more than he did last year. He was offensive rookie of the year, I do believe. So he's just, he's just got to ball out. He's got Kenyon Drake as his number one. He's just got to go out and perform. I think I you know I think the Cardinals will, will make some moves and uh, for sure to get him some help. Uh, I don't know where they pick in this year's draft. Um, I can look that up real quick though and uh, find out. It's got to be a high pick. Yeah, they pick eighth overall. So you know a position to get a good player. Uh, now whether they go defense or offense, I don't know. I haven't really looked at very many mock drafts. If I pull up one right here. Um, Todd McShay has them taking an offensive tackle. Um, and I, I honestly think, you know, just looking at that right off my screen, not doing any prior 
research, um, that that would be a good pick. Um, get somebody in there that can, you know, protect Murray as well as uh, provide some running lanes for, for Kenyon Drake. So I think uh, the Cardinals, you know, they're, they're playing in a tough division. The NFC West, you know, with the Rams, with the Seahawks, with the Niners, is no is going to be no easy division uh, for them to play in. But I think, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, it's going to be a big breakout year uh, for him. And again, Kyler Murray, obviously the number one pick in last year's draft uh, going there. The number one pick, probably going to be another quarterback this year um, with Joe Burrow as long as uh, as long as the Bengals don't decide to you know, trade that pick. I, I still think he'll be number one no matter who has that first pick. Um, it's just a matter of who wants him more. And I think that's the Bengals, honestly. Um, it would take a lot to – it would take a lot of offerings from the Bengals to, um, to give up that pick. But Burrow could pull an Eli Manning. Like you mentioned, I think you mentioned in that last week's podcast, Sam, he could pull an Eli Manning and say, nah, I'm not going there. Do you think that – you think – what's the possibility of that happening? What's the possibility of Joe Burrow a week before the draft saying, if the Bengals take me, I'm not playing there. I won't go. I mean, it's, it's all up to him. I don't think he has that personality to be the guy that, like, yeah, I don't want to play here. You mentioned he, he is open to playing in Cincinnati publicly, so I don't think that's a high possibility, but it definitely is. But, Grant, I wanted to switch it up real quick. Did you see Maurice Jones-Drew's mock draft? I did not. I did not know Maurice Jones-Drew was doing mock drafts. He is an NFL.com analyst. And you know what? He, who, he put, who he put as the Bengals selection number one? Um, I'm probably going to say not Joe Burrow. Oh, just – wow. Okay, Justin I just pulled it up. Justin Herbert. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't – See, I, I don't think that would happen because I think that if the Bengals wanted Justin Herbert, they would trade back. They would play it out. And then as, he would jump her at number five. I'm looking at it now. He has two going to the chart. Man, Maurice Jones-Drew taking some things. See, that's the thing is Miami, right? What, what are they going to do in terms of quarterback? It was tank for Tua, but what if they want – you know, blow for Joe, you know, Joe Burrow. I don't know. They might have to change their slogan from last year. But I honestly, looking, this just baffles me right here. So it has the Chargers trading up to number two uh, to get Tua. I don't, I don't know. I, I, because I don't think the Chargers are in, they're in need of a quarterback, but why would you take a risk on a guy who's hurt? You don't know if he's going to be healthy. You have Tyrod Taylor as your backup, right? Why wouldn't you take a Justin Herbert or a Jordan Love? Somebody who can yeah. maybe battle it out with Tyrod for that starting spot and not a guy who's injured. I mean, he, I know that two is... Go ahead. It just baffles me that he has... The Redskins not picking Chase Young. Right. That, that just baffles. Yeah, I mean, it has the Redskins trading back to number six and taking a linebacker. 
Now, knowing the, the Redskins front office, would that surprise you? Probably not. But, I mean, you know what? This is getting, uh, this is, this is an interesting, this is interesting. This is very interesting, um, to say the least, of where he has certain players that have been talked about in the top ten. And then someone else on NFL.com, I don't know her name, uh, Cynthia Perlin has Chase Young going number one. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Um, like, because if, if the Bengals change their mind and say, hey, Justin Herbert's going to be a better fit for us on offense, which I don't think that's happening because I think when it comes down to there is you're taking the best overall player, and, and that's Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, owner, the owner, what's their name, Paul Brown, I think, is the owner, something like that, if he decides, hey, you know, Justin Herbert, that's going to be our guy, you would, you would trade back. Right, because you would play the we're interested in Joe Burrow, and you would try to load up on picks from Miami or something like uh, you know Miami or uh, whoever else wants them. Right, you would try to load up those those picks and then take Herbert at number four or five or wherever you end up trading back to. So, if the Bengals take Herbert, it won't be number one overall. Joe Burrow will still be the number one overall pick. Where to? I don't know. I. Honestly, I think he's going to the Bengals. I think he is. He's yeah. from Ohio. I don't think the Bengals can mess this one up. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they like, could. They could. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. But I think Joe Burrow's going number one overall. Chargers trading up to get two I don't think is a thing. And I think the if anything, I think the Lions should, should trade up to get Tua at number two. Or well, it, it maybe not number two. Be, maybe not number two because the Redskins aren't going to take him. So maybe no, maybe the Lions can stay right where they are and get Tua. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It really is. And this whole virtual draft thing is going to be uh, uh, fun, I guess you could say, uh, to say the least. So. It's going to be something. I'm glad they're keeping the draft because we need something, man. We just need something to pay attention to, something to argue about, something for Stephen A. Smith to argue about (laughs) rather than, you know, there's only so much of the who is the greatest player of all time that I can take. There's only so much of that that you can take. And, you know, I watched the iRacing event this weekend. That was cool, but, you know, I don't – I'm not a racing fan, so sure, I'll watch iRacing. But when races come back on, am I going to watch it? No. Um, I am enjoying watching old games, especially games that, especially games that you know I wasn't around to see that you've heard so much about, right? Um, what was on the other night? I think the 19, I think it was the 92 Elite Eight with Duke and Kentucky uh, with Christian Leitner and Bobby Hurley. I watched the. I was watching the 2010 national championship the other day uh, with Butler and uh, Duke. That was a fun game to watch. Don't know how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, we all know how that one turned out. So, so uh, yeah, we're uh, we're chugging along, but uh, there's only there's only so much of that you can watch. Something that I noticed is these old games, they didn't have the score on the screen the whole time. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like, 
I'm watching Dookie in Kentucky in 1992, and like every 10 seconds they flash this the score up onto the screen. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> it's like a two-point game with 30 seconds left, and you don't have the time or the score on the screen. So that was something interesting that I picked up. But, uh, yeah, I think the NFL draft, Sam, I, it's going to be fun. And there's going to be a lot of – I think you're going to see you're going to see some movement here in the coming weeks because we're only, what is it, 23 days away from that. Yep. It doesn't – it seems like it should be longer, but I think with this whole coronavirus thing, this has kind of stretched everything out. Um, did you see the uh, New Orleans Saints sign uh, Emmanuel Sanders? I did. That's, so that's a crazy that, offer. That, that's huge. That, that is huge because this is, I mean, we said this last year, right? This is a Saints year. They have to do it this year. And oh. then they get, you know, screwed in the playoffs yet again. Um, but just look at the position this year, though. Right. You can't, you're not facing that division anymore. Yeah, I. that's right. You know, um, I, it's the division's tougher now, though, right? You got to play against Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who just learned their offense. Right. Like, I'm not sure it's the Saints' year. Like, it's it's definitely like we say the Saints' year every year, but it's it's just it seems like they can definitely win ten plus games, but it's just a matter of if they will, because the division's insane, and you have to play eight division games. You have to play Tom Brady twice. You have to play Matt Ryan twice. And say what you want about the Falcons, but Matt Ryan's always a tough opponent. Always has been for the Saints. Yeah. So it, it's going to be tough for them. They got to make, you know, they're making moves right with Emmanuel Sanders, um, and you're just trying to, to load up. I think is what they're trying to do is load up and throw everything they have at them uh, to hopefully get something to work. So. And something interesting, Tyreek Hill is playing Derwin James in the Madden tournament, the final. Yeah, so Timmy, so so some NFL players have um, some NFL players have started a Madden tournament. You were, we were kind of talking about this before we went on, but some are playing in a Madden tournament, I guess, on Twitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, who did you say was playing in the final? Tyreek Hill. Bears and Derwin James playing as the 49ers. Interesting. Yeah, you're going to see a lot more of that. And uh, you're going to see a lot more of that. You're going to see a lot more of NBA 2K between players, and the yep. networks will pick it up just like they did iRacing. I'm calling it now because it's content. It's new content. And the young, that's, where you, that's where you get the younger viewer right there um, because, you know, that's all 12-year-olds do, right, Sam, is – watch Twitch all day so they can have a better Madden Ultimate team, right? Yeah, I mean, Madden Ultimate is still fun at my age, but oh, yeah. yeah. I still play it, but I don't watch Twitch to get better at it. So. Oh, no, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's all we got for today, Sam. You got anything else? I mean, it's uh, I, we're going to have a, a good topic for next week. We're going to get to the topic that I've been wanting to talk about uh, since they canceled their season. Yeah. Uh, that would be the XFL. Um, I want to talk okay. about that. Did they have a successful season? And how can they 
make sure that they don't fall off the cliff come time for next season, <laughs> next February. So yep. we'll talk about that next week, Sam. Um, sometime. It'll be out sometime. I guess we're going to go up tomorrow morning. Some, sometime. I don't know. I don't know when it'll go up. But, uh, yeah. You got anything else to add before we head out tonight? Um, I, I believe there's ESPN is streaming 2K tomorrow, and I believe, or, yeah, tomorrow, I believe Sabonis is playing Montrose Harrell in 2K, I want to say. So look out for that. Hmm. That's interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you later, Sam. Have fun uh, stocking that toilet paper at Kroger. I will. All right. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We're at Sports Talk at 6 on Twitter, straight up Sports Talk there. Follow us there. That's where you get our new podcasts. I mean, that's where we roll them out. You click on the link, you listen to the podcast. So you can also get it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe, everywhere you get your podcasts. We're on over 20 platforms, so make sure that you're subscribing to get the latest news. Uh, we might, uh, we're going to talk about the XFL next week. I want to get some, uh, I know some local high school players. And their season has just been canceled, their baseball season, their golf season, whatever it might be. Uh, we might try to get those on, those guys on sometime in the near future and, and kind of talk about it and uh, how this has affected them. But um, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with a new episode. For Sam Thillman, I'm Grant Covey. Have a great day.